Hello. Hello. Hello there. Hello. How's Hi. it going? We have <laughs> cozy. Dave as Red Eyes. Mike as Peregrine. Brian as Galmar. Calvin hey, as Aros. And last week we found our adventurers in the center of the city after an attack. And they had met a half or they had met a centaur named Zahi, who is the captain of a ship. And this ship is now at the center of a battle happening in the city as three airships are approaching, seeming to be hostile. Everyone is already on the ship, and now we get to select positions. So can everyone go ahead and roll me your initiative? Aye, Captain. Rolling initiative. I'm not prepared for this. Moving the game log up. I got a twelve. Uh, I got, I got a twenty-eight. I got a nineteen. I wish I was prepared and had my character ready. <laughs> it's okay. Just take a negative five to your initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Well, so he got a 17, and then oh. now we're going with the other order. At the top of the list, we will have Red Eyes, followed by... The first ship, followed by the second ship... Followed okay. by Calvin, followed by Zahi, followed by then the third ship. Bringing up the bottom. Yeah. Woo, woo. So Zahi instructs each individual to go to an area of the ship. Uh, yes. Do you think someone can hop on the steering wheel? Do you think someone can... Hop on the port cannons. Do you think someone can hop on the starboard cannons? And then can someone move into the crow's nest position? Crow's nest. Is that... Um... What did we decide last time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we had that decision last time. Uh, I think Peregrine wanted to steer the boat. Uh... I think I could do that. Okay. I do have... Okay. All sorts of vehicles, tool proficiency. I, I feel like uh, Red Eyes is the obvious choice for Crow's Nest. Yes, especially with your mobility to be able to move up and down. All right, Peregrine is already... Yes, uh, I'm definitely going to the Crow's Nest. I can okay. just fly up there. Okay, Dave. Well, I had to look up Crow's Nest. Uh, I, w I was 60% certain and i turned out to be correct okay do we do we, re do we really want somebody up in the crow's nest who doesn't know what the crow's nest hey is? he mean, knows what really a crow's nest is. is it's okay it's okay meta knowledge i'll have him watch all the pirate movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him trained up <laughs> oh yeah that sounds like fun uh but yeah, yeah i'll be up at the crow's nest all right galmar and aros 
where would you like to be out of you the port and the right starboard king? I guess I'll be on the port side. Why not? I mean, I was going to take the port side. Fine, you take the port side. Don't, no, I mean, it's fine. You can take the port side. <laughs> I just like start. to imagine you guys are arguing over the cannon. Like, no, I get this one. No, you. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'll, I'll go starboard. Okay. It, it'll be okay. fine. It, like, Arifs is just thinking, oh, Gallimard doesn't really care which side, so he's offering. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll take the port side. It's like, I go to the port side. <laughs> <laughs> all right we we are, are a well-oiled machine at this point <laughs> <laughs> so do we just lose that first turn for our confusion <laughs> <laughs> luckily no luckily that was still encompassed with you getting on the ship since zahi saw the enemy ships moving in now in regards to especially the port and starboard cannons uh, Zahi will be your support person uh, between those. So luckily, Zahi's movement ability is uh, good enough that you won't have to worry about it, at least this time, people running so around. That's so Zahi, why he's the centaur. Yep. So yeah, oh, we I will... Because he's the center of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, starting yeah. off with red eyes, there is a contraption that seems to be a accuracy crossbow that okay. you can use at this juncture to shoot at any one of the three ships just for meta knowledge every individual will utilize their highest stat for whatever they are doing well and i figured minus dex so it makes sense to use it on a ranged uh weapon anyways yep okay uh, you said there's three ships. There's three ships. All of okay. them are about equidistant from equidistant. you right okay. now, and they seem to be about five kilometers away. Okay. Uh, do they are they all the same model? They are like... all yes. They are all the same model with very minimal variations between the three. Okay, so it's not like one main destroyer with like two frigates. Correct. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess any is as good as any. So I will, I will take out the center. The center one. All right. All right. So is there a particular individual that you would like to target on that ship? The Uh, person at the steering wheel. The person steering wheel. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Right. choice i think go ahead and roll for hit okay i got a 12 okay. so not too great uh and do so I just, you I... hit and then go ahead and roll me 2d6s mm. for damage okay so there's a four so you have damaged the individual and steering the middle ship okay so that's that's eight total that's eight total perfect you have damaged them in their left shoulder but they are still able to steer the ship so all the ships are at a disadvantage since they are trying to approach the first ship is just moving closer so now they are within a closer range you can see the individuals there seems to be six people on the deck of the ship ready to attack of the first one then the second ship moves which is the one that you injured dave mm-hmm. uh, 
That is the middle ship. There is four people on this ship, including the one that you damaged. And then now okay. we are moving to Aros. Uh, you are on the port cannon. You are able to hit the first ship that is moving towards you. Aros. 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 Your speaking tube is muted. <laughs> uh, Aros. Uh, do you think you can give me some direction up in here? Uh, <laughs> well, I do declare. Up in here. <laughs> up in there. Uh, I guess I could just take shots at the hull of the ship. I don't know if that's... That works, yeah. So you could you could shoot at the hull, at the deck, or at the, like, mast area. Okay. You probably... feel like aiming... I feel like aiming for the mast is not a great Probably plan. not a great idea. <laughs> Definitely higher. I know, Dave, I know what the mast is. I think the best part is we can hear him typing and then the words pop up in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might as well just say what you want to say out loud. Fair enough. <laughs> so I get for having the clickety-clackety keyboard. <laughs> I've been, I've been looking into silent keyboards. I'll let you know how they work out. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you aim at the hole, it's hard to miss. But if you aim at the mast, it's very easy to miss. All right. Zahi is rolling to hand you some ammunition. Okay. Chain shot. Aim for the mast. All right. Zahi got <laughs> a 14. So Zahi deftly hands you and... Actually, we'll have Zahi go ahead and load the cannon for you. So now it is purely just on your attack roll. If so we have a chain shot, I'll definitely aim for the mask. That makes sense. Uh, I would say maybe aim for the hull or maybe aim for the deck to do as much collateral damage as you can right now. I guess we'll go for the deck if that's a decent target. The GM has spoken. He's meta-knowledge. It's a bad time. It got me an 11. Uh, luckily, because it is a bigger thing, you do hit. Uh, the biggest thing here is you're going to roll me, out of everyone since you hit an 11, you're going to roll me four D6s. And you would donate damage on Dang. your person. That's a 19. Okay. Okay. Nice. So you have now done damage to... Four of those six individuals, one of them got five damage, one of them got six damage, one of them got five damage, and one of them got three damage. And then now moving down to Zahi. Zahi is going to prepare at the base of the mast. Zahi is going to prepare some anti-personnel objects. These things will explode in a large flash, disorienting any individual that is caught within the blast. So these are now available for anyone that is on the ship to utilize and will probably help just in case we get boarded. So nice. What you're me is Zahi just armed some claymores. Yep. <laughs> so now moving... Moving down to the, so we're going to call, we're going to start calling these ships for better or for worse. So we'll call the one that Aros just hit the port ship. 
then we'll count the one that Red Eyes just hit as the central ship, and then we'll count this other ship as the starboard ship. So the starboard ship moves into range. You can see that there are seven individuals on this particular ship. Peregrine, you are steering. So during these next attacks, the ability for our ship not to get hit is contingent upon what you roll here. So to go ahead and take your highest stat and then add that bonus onto this roll and then this will indicate when other ships hit us. So you want me rolling my charisma? Yes. Go ahead <laughs> okay. and roll your charisma. Okay. Is a big, beautiful number. All right. 22. So these ships will have to beat a 22 in a, in to determine their ability to hit <clears throat> our ship. So now moving down to uh, Galmar on the starboard ship, Galmar, Zahi, hands or go ahead and load your cannon for you. Go ah, ahead no and roll head. me your highest stat to see what you hit. Once again, you can hit the actual hull of the ship. You could hit the deck, doing damage to the individuals on the deck, or you can try and hit the mast, which has a lower chance of hitting, but will do more damage in regards to how that ship can maneuver. Oh, I know it's the goat person's lucky I'm left-handed. Anyway, <laughs> I it, I would like to hit. I would like to aim for a specific person. Okay. On the starboard ship. Okay. Doesn't matter which. So I, there the is point. an individual that is steering the ship. Then there is an individual on both sides for the cannons leaving four people prepared to board your ship. I want to absolutely clobber the person that's on the cannon closest to my side of the ship. Perfect. Perfect. So it'd Go probably ahead. be their starboard as well. Yes. So that way, when I also cast Hail of Thorns, I'm going to splash them. So go ahead and sound, roll me. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, so gonna roll a 15 all right that hits go ahead and since it is directed i will allow the damage to just go to that one individual with a little bit of splash damage so go ahead and roll me that five d6s okay and then so with hail of thorns every creature within Five feet must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Or take the the d the three d ten. I got a I got a four two three three two. Six damage goes to the individual that you shot at with splash damage on some of the individuals being three, three and two. Now go ahead and do your hail thorns uh, sixteen. All right, moving to the top of the list once again. Red eyes. All right. So I have an idea. Okay, it's really crazy. Um, I'm willing to take up to a, a minus 10 to my roll, if, if you'll allow me to do this. Uh, I would like to aim for the leftmost ship. Okay. 
and I would like to aim for the steering column. I want to be able to hit, at the very least, hit it so that the the wheel turns the other way. Uh, if I can get the guy's hand, that would be perfect. But uh, <laughs> that, so, that's, that's... So just so tell me, are you aiming for the hand or the steering column? Because... Uh, that The hand that is on the steering column. Okay. If he moves his hand... So be it. Uh, but I want to hit the steering column and have it turn a certain direction, uh, so that <laughs> I want to turn it so that it starts angling towards the center ship. All right. So go ahead and roll me for my suggestion would be aiming more at the steering column than at the individual's hand, just because yes. mechanically, if you want it to steer into the other person's ship, you would mm-hmm. aim at the steering thing. Um, okay. if, you get a, if you get a high enough roll, we will go ahead and do damage to that individual's hand. And then okay. your damage roll will determine how much it spins. So first it's for if you're going to hit or not. Secondly, it's going to be to how, to what degree it turns. Okay. All right. All right. So, so that hits. That definitely hits. Yeah. You don't need to worry too yeah. much about that. Good golly. All right. So now to determine how far it moves, just to keep it easily quantifiable, do four D6s. 17. Splash damage of four to the individual steering the ship and this is the port ship that you aimed at the port ship is now turning heavily into the central ship though we will not know about the ramifications until the port ship's turn so it is now steering heavily into that ship so let's go ahead and just to keep it fun and funky Peregrine, can you roll me a d20 plus 5? So this is for the port ship to see what happens. I'm just going to do you, it in, in the Discord. Well, right. If you have any abilities that just have a plus 5, you can roll that. That's a 7. <laughs> All right, 7 in total. Yep. So the port ship moves into the central ship but only lodges its nose into the vehicle. And it seems that now the port ship and the central ship are moving in unison. The central ship... Okay, so it gets seven points of damage. And now those two ships are moving in unison, but this does cause the port ship's cannons on the starboard side to be aimed more at the current ship that you are on. So that does give them an advantage for when they attack right now, which is they are shooting at you now, which can... Let's do Galmar. Galmar, can you roll me a d20 straight, no bonuses? Of course I can. 12. All right, 12. So that hits. Go ahead and roll me 1d10. Zahi speaks up and says... It looks like we just took one to the hole. Try and keep us steady up there, Peregrine. This is about to get nasty. I, I, Zahi, 
Now moving over to the central ship, which is trying to move closer into proximity. There are individuals shooting from the ship. They are shooting arrows and they are trying to hit everyone on the deck. So go ahead and Aros, can you roll me a D20? Just one, no bonuses. And then we will compare it with everyone's AC. Is it Let's go. Be? All right, Let's yay. Go. So does that beat anyone's AC? <laughs> I'm going to safely assume no. So uh, a two uh, for everyone. <laughs> a volley mm-hmm. of arrows shoots in the direction of the ship but yet the air current is still too strong. None of them hit anything other than the outside hull and fall towards the ground harmlessly. Moving now to... to... Harmlessly to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And you can now use those arrows. Moving to Aros on the port cannons. Guess I'll just take another shot at the deck. More twos. So that's a seven seven overall. So that one just hits the hall. Go ahead and roll me one D6. Dude, we're we're right. rolling hot with twos. Moving to Zahi moves to prepare the ship just in case it is boarded. Zahi now has a few spikes that they are setting up on some of the edge of the ship that will hopefully deter a quick boarding of our craft. Then moving to the starboard ship, go ahead and red eyes. Can you roll me a D20? No bonuses. They are firing their cannons at us. All right, a five. Go ahead and roll me then one D6. Very nice. I try. Moving over to Peregrine, who is steering the ship. Can you go ahead and roll me your D20 with your bonus so we can get our AC for the next round? And then also tell me any maneuvers that you're doing. Okay. Um, Just a quick, so that I'm aware of the situation. The port and central ships are side by side. They're tandem now, right? They are tandem, though the port ship is angled to where their starboard side of the ship is facing more towards us, and their nose is stuck in the central ship. The central ship is heading directly for us. Okay, so um, would it be possible to just, you know, veer slightly to port (laughs) so that both of those ships end up on our starboard side? Yes. Okay. That is what I would like to do. And is it possible to cast a spell after I do this maneuvering roll? Yes. Okay. I would like to cast a spell after I do this maneuvering roll. So let me roll. Uh, it's my charisma, right? Correct. All right. Let's see what we get. 19. 19. We'll take it. Okay. And then I am going to gonna hit it with a fireball. <laughs> All right. uh, which ship or which individual? I'm going to just aim for the connecting point between the port and central ships where they're like real close together. Okay. And I'm just going to aim right there and try to hit like both of the fronts of their ships that are kind of too close at the moment. Perfect. All right. And fireball. I don't know if the range matters, but it's got a range of 150 feet. Yeah, they are within range. Yep. Okay. And each creature in a 20 foot radius sphere centered on the point of impact makes a deck save. 
uh, which in this case, they have to beat a 16. Anybody that fails is going to take 8d6 fire damage, which I will roll here. Perfect. Um, and I wish there was just a little button to roll the damage for this. Oh, there is. Because I would imagine the ships don't get a chance to dodge, do they? The ships do not get a chance to dodge, so they will be taking the damage no matter what. And then as an extra bonus, oh, I will God. be having you roll a d2. That is, uh, that's 36 for damage on that fireball. <laughs> okay, 36 for damage on that fireball. So on that central ship, you have taken out four of the individuals, which Ooh. is everyone on that ship. So the central ship now has no one on it. On the port ship, people are still living, though they are on fire and they look massively damaged. Now go ahead and roll me a D2. One to fail, two to succeed. A D2. A D2. Got it. Flip a coin. Yeah, I was about to say, I have a coin here. Can I just flip that? Heads or tails? You can flip that coin. Heads or tails. Okay, what do you, what do you want? Uh, so we will tails. do tails, fail, heads, succeed. All right, let's see this. Uh, heads. What was All that? All right. That is the succeed. Okay. So heads, you succeed. You go ahead and describe to me how you would like, since you got such a narrow point of impact, you can describe to me what happens to these two ships. I will let anything go as long as that central ship takes more damage than the, as we're referring to it, that port ship. All right. So, um... Obviously, my aim is a little off when I'm, like, veering to port, and I'm just, like, you know, I do my little incantation, shoot the fireball, and then I'm focusing on steering, and I don't even see it. But the fireball impacts that central ship, like, right under the uh, the stern. And for whatever reason, I like to think that the pirates on that ship, or whoever they are, had a powder keg there at the front, like idiots. And it just blows up, blowing a hole, sets off a chain reaction as the fire just cascades across the ship, turning it into an inferno, and the port ship will just catch all that damage and shrapnel that will render it, you know, in, in a, unable to keep flight. So as the central ship begins to burn and becomes dislodged from that port ship, you see the vessel that Grizel was riding move over, throwing grappling hooks to grab this ship, making sure that it does not careen down into the city as they take this ship past the walls of the city. You have officially taken out that central ship, meaning that they are not in the mix anymore. So now moving over to Galmar, there are still two ships left. The port ship is heavily damaged. The starboard ship has very minimal amount of damage. That was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> I think that's the coolest fireball I have ever witnessed, and it didn't even damage any friendlies. <laughs> Let's try and take out the helm of the starboard ship. So I need a, I need to do this one. Oh, that's a nine. All right, that does hit, but it only does one d six. Woo! For three points. All right, three points. Nice. Annotating, and that was on the starboard ship. Zahi chimes in. You may want to aim down a little bit next time you fire. They're getting closer. <laughs> then Zahi yells up to Red Eyes, Hey, Cappy Red Eyes, 
I think we need to do something to prepare for boarding. All right. Uh, what do you have? What would you have me do? I think that you should either take out the people steering the ship or get down here to prepare for people to enter the ship. What would you like to do? Uh, I'll, I'll shoot the steering guy. So you've done the most amount of damage to, or the most amount of damage has been done to, oh, actually none of them because that central ship is now gone. So it's up to you on really which ship you're going to shoot the steering person. The port person does have that damage, that four damage offshoot. So they have more damage than the starboard ship which the captain has zero, or the steering person has zero damage. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, as far as uh, preparing for boarding, what could I do? I mean, is is there, um, do they throw like grappling hooks or something? Yes, so they, so they would be throwing grappling hooks. So during their turns, you would essentially be doing your turns to stop the grapplings. All right. Well, I'll I'll uh I'll mess with the steering guy. I think that's that's what I'll Hel- do. The helmsman. Uh, at the port. Perfect. Uh, twenty-five. Ooh. Nice. So, do you still have? Okay. So let's go ahead. This is going to be a gamble. Would you prefer to roll four d sixes or mm-hmm. one d twenty? Higher potential damage output on one, but it could also be, you know, lower. So I'm just definitely. I I gotta go with the four d six. All right, perfect. Go ahead and roll me that four d six, and all of it is going damage on the one person. So I will just use the total. Okay, thirteen. All right, the steering person looks even more damaged, Mm -hmm. and they are struggling to maintain the wheel's integrity since the steering column has been damaged from one of your previous shots. Mm -hmm. Their right hand is no longer usable. They are purely using their left arm and leaning their shoulder into it, which means that they are moving sideways towards your location. Next Their next turn, though, they will be able to board with the few people that they have, but it will not be deftly. They will have to do a dexterity saving throw to see if they enter the ship. I say bring it. So, yeah, moving to that ship, Peregrine, go ahead and roll me a d20. Just flat? Just flat. This is for their dexterity saving throw to see... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a two. That is that is a two. <laughs> so the individuals try and throw grappling hooks, though the port ship that they are on is moving so erratically that they cannot seem to get a grappling hook onto your ship, leaving them throwing these hooks multiple times, looking comical as if they have some type of <laughs> you know, slapstick comedy routine that they're trying to enact on the deck of their ship. Moving down to Aros on the port cannons, Zahi moves to you, putting ammunition in the cannon, and says, you got this one. Give her a steady go. So the port ship is still in the air? 
Portship is still in the air, but is barely maneuvering correctly. Can I aim for the ballast? Is that an exposed feature of the ship? Yes. Ooh, take a shot at nautical knowledge. Take a shot at the ballast. Ooh, Whoa. that's a net. That's a net one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, go ahead and Peregrine Mike. Can you flip me that coin? Aros, you call coin. it though. Aros, uh, you call it. Let's go with tails. That is tails. All right. So luckily, this is a lucky coin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so luckily. The cannon drops the nose down suddenly as the ammunition only rolls a small distance forward in the barrel. So the cannon flips down and the cannonball falls down to the ground, only doing damage to the ground below. No individuals were harmed. Luckily, you called that one all right and then moving oh is there any attack thing that you want to do that is ranged to uh, any of the ships since they are the port ship is like right there so the uh the helmsman of the port ship is just real beat up right now right yes that is correct uh can i toll the dead on him it's an action <laughs> Yes, yes, you can. Especially since it's turned sideways and you are on that port cannon. You are close enough distance. Go ahead and do it. That is a wisdom saving throw. Do you want uh, me to roll that for them or do you want to roll that for them? Yeah, uh, you can have. You can either roll it for them or call someone out to roll it for them. Uh, and there, is no, there is no bonus. Go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Roll low. Roll low. There we yeah. go. Okay. Then that will hit for 13 damage. 13 damage. All right. Let me tally, tally, tally. Do, 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 do. That's got to be the best pirate I've ever seen. Okay. The 13 was a lie. Oh, I, just hit, I hit the button. I forgot this fun thing about Told the Dead. If they've taken any damage before this, Instead of doing 3d8 damage, it does 3d12. So, All right. so I, will, I will erase that 13, so go ahead and give me that total on that 3d12. 3d12 is 21 damage. Holy smokes. So, yes, that does uh, make the helmsman perish upon casting, and Grizel's ship moves in, hooks it, and then moves that ship out of the way as it floats dead, and the individuals that were on the deck of that ship can only utilize their grappling hooks to stay on the deck of the ship as it is now floating sideways, meaning that the port ship is now gone. Nice. Moving to Zaihi, who is yelling out, It looks like the last ship is trying to board. Let's see what we can do with this one. And as Zaihi calls this out, the starboard ship, which is now the only ship, will try and board. So go ahead, Red Eyes, roll me a d20. No bonuses, please. Oh, boy. 
Oh man, boots, this is crazy. Okay, seventeen. All right, so there are three of the individuals of that ship that are now on the deck of our ship, moving over to Peregrine for steering. So this time you're going to roll me that d20 with your with your highest bonus of your wisdom to see if we can shake free of that ship since they're not going to be shooting at us right now. All right, so you are, 22. <laughs> you are able to maneuver the ship in a way that rips the cords of their grappling hooks and moves us just far enough away that no one else can jump on our ship, but still close enough for us to do some amount of damage. Then moving to Galmar on the starboard cannons, what you doing? I, I would just like to take a second just to like visualize something for me. I feel like every time that Peregrine, you know, steers the ship with his charisma, he just like catches the wind. Just, yes, exactly. Right, and his hair blows. Like, <laughs> like these are just standard ship maneuvers, but like the other people on the other ships are like, "Who's that guy at the helm?" <laughs> he looks so glamorous. But at the hey, same wait. time, we've seen what trying to take shots at these cannons with wisdom throws is doing. <laughs> okay, you got to so, feel the cannon. <laughs> here's what Galmar is going to do. Galmar is going to prop the, the cannon in such a way that it's not going to drop when he lets go. But, however, I'm going to light the fuse, point it at the starboard ship, and how far away is... Like how, they're close enough to board, so is it within like twenty to thirty feet? Yes, yes. I'm gonna cast Misty Step, and I'm going to Misty Step onto the starboard ship as the cannon is going off. So go ahead and roll uh, me for the damage for the cannon for the hull of that ship, uh, and it's just a D twenty uh, with your bonus. Anything over ten will hit. That's an eighteen. All right, so nice. that hits. Go ahead and roll me 46s. 17. Right, 17. Nice. Up on that. All right, so now you are misty stepping on there. You can take out the person steering the ship. There are still four individuals on there, or three individuals on that ship other than the person steering the ship. As of right now, no, because okay. my action economy has been taken up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So. Next, next round, we're going to be laying the hurt. Let's let's put it that way. All right, moving up to the top of the list with red eyes. Uh, what do you do? There are three individuals on the ship right now. You could still mm -hmm. try and take out the person steering on that ship. Uh, on the starboard? Yep. I think I'll leave the starboard ship to... Uh, Galmar's on the starboard guns still. No, uh, was uh, Galmar has now moved on to that ship. He has moved on to that ship. Yes. Then I will focus on the guys who are currently on our ship. Perfect. Uh, if there are any that are close to Peregrine, uh, then I will go towards that guy. Perfect. Whoever's closest. We will call uh, that person number one. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'll go ahead and swoop down. And I will draw my rapier, and I shall attack. Uh, go ahead and make an uh, attack of opportunity. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so I got 11, and that is 11 points of damage. So that person 
grabs onto their low back that you just sliced. You have severed their spinal oh, and column. Are they... Oh my gosh. Uh, also, if, if it's just me next to him, I do roll sneak attack damage. Oh my gosh. That's that's pretty good. Nice. Uh, so 37. So they grab the small of their back, not knowing what mm-hmm. happened as their spinal column has been severed and they fall down to their knees and then lay down on the ground as they begin to bleed down on the deck you have taken out that person there are still two people left on your ship from them as we move down to aros Mm. what do you want to do let's go aros okay so we've been boarded how close are these people to me they are all within 10 meters oh, or right. both of them are within 10 meters that's right we're using the metric system sorry I... not like the metric system matters but <laughs> it only doesn't matter to us it looks like the strat because both of these guys have been injured already yep is that correct that is correct so i'll just keep i guess spamming toll the dead all right on everybody all right do it uh, so wisdom saving throw. All right, go ahead and roll me. Uh, let's go ahead and Peregrine roll me that uh, saving throw. No bonuses. Seven. That's a seven. I thought that was a nat one for a second. I was gonna get real excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I. They fail that saving throw. Roll three d twelve damage. Yep, and you can just roll one for the both of them. Okay. Uh, it only hits one. Oh, it only hits one. So you just choose either two or three. Uh, I will go for three. Perfect. 23, 23. damage. All right, you get to describe how this person peris- perishes. Uh, so how Toll the Dead works is I just point at them. And then just a macabre bell ringing <laughs> is what everyone in the area hears. And then their flesh just kind of rots until they fall and die. <laughs> oh my god, did you see that, man? He melted! <laughs> nice. Alright, moving down to Zahi. Uh, I guess as oh. a bonus action, and do I have any useful bonus? Everyone's pretty healthy, so all my healing doesn't do much here. So yeah, never mind, I guess I won't take a bonus action. <laughs> All right, that moves it down to Zahi. Zahi grabs onto their lance that is affixed to their side and yells, I got the last one. Go ahead and Galmar, can you roll me a d20 plus 9? I have just perception here that's plus 9, so I can do that if you want me to. That works, yep. (laughs) Go ahead. So that hits. Modified 20, yes. That hits. Uh, go ahead and roll me 1d50 if that's possible. Uh, I could do a d100 and have it. Let's just do that d100 and we'll have it. Definitely <laughs> doing. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it at a cool 47. So that deals 47 damage <laughs> to that middle person. Zahi uh, very awkwardly impales this individual and then hangs them off the side of the ship and then cleans their lance by scraping it on the edge of the ship and saying well that was easy as he puts (laughs) (laughs) rests the lance on their shoulder 
Moving down to Peregrine, there is now no one else on the ship in regards to who is boarded. Galmar is on the other ship. You can try and do a ship smackdown if you would like to try and take out this last ship. Red Eyes, though, I will have you in the wings to grab Galmar if that works for you. That was my thinking as well. So, Peregrine, what do you do? Uh, How many persons are left on this other ship? There are four people plus Galmar. So five total? Yep. Okay. I didn't know if I was the fourth person or not. Yep, you were the fifth. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, I I don't want to just throw another fireball in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can can I do like a ship maneuver to just bring us right up alongside that ship? Because I, I don't really want to do anything too destructive with uh, Boots right in the mix. That I feel like if I shoot a fighter fireball, I might accidentally kill him. <laughs> so you can go ahead and do that maneuver as a free action, and then you could just take out individuals on the ship then. Okay, okay, I'll do that. I'll, um, I'll steer us right up close, get us real close. And so we'll just count the like, person that's that on. Ship. The person that's on the steering wheel will be one, then you'll have two, three, four, and then Galmar. All right, and then I'm going to hit him with an Eldritch Blast. Perfect. Do I roll uh, to hit for each of these beams individually? Uh, you can just do the one. Okay, that's a 14. All right, that hits all of them. All right, and then let's roll damage. I get three of these, a 5, 10, and a 14. And uh, you know what? I'll just have all of them hit the helmsman, take out their steering capabilities. All right, you can dictate how that person perishes from that Eldritch Blast. Because I like to think it. I just kind of finger gun, and I, I like do like a little air finger twirl gun twist. <laughs> you know, like I've got a revolver in hand, I'm like pew, pew, pew. <laughs> just shoot them three times. Twice in the chest, once in the head. Do it right, do it clean. They have Parrish moving to the top of the list with red eyes. What do you do? There are still three individuals on the ship. <laughs> what? I'm getting skipped? Oh, uh, Galmar, yes, Galmar, yes. Yeah, Galmar, Galmar yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> So there are still three individuals on the ship with you. There is no one steering the ship anymore, though. Okay, so here, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to use a special ability called Distance Strike, where I get to teleport up to 15, uh, not 15, 10 feet before each attack to an unoccupied space I can see. G- give, give me a little bit of a, a mental, take me a word picture andy of where these guys are these individuals are there's one standing near the port cannons there's one standing near the starboard cannons and then there is one shockingly looking upon the person that was steering they are closest to the mast all of them are within two meters of each other in a straight line you are more towards the bow of the ship and then these are lined up in front of you from port to starboard. I am going to, for my first attack, teleport up to the kid next to the mast and take my bow and just like kind of wrap it around his neck and throw him to the ground. I don't know if that'd be a, let's just say an arm arm strike. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then anything over 10 hits. Oh, that was a natural 20, so. Oh, nat 20. Go ahead and whatever your damage is, double it. Aw, yeah. Uh, four. Four points of damage as I throw them to the <laughs> bludgeoning. 
Alright, so eight points of damage to that one. And then I will teleport up to the helm and take another attack at the the port side cannon guy, and that'll be a twenty eight to hit him. So that hits? What's that dim- what's that damage? Uh that'll be five, five points of damage. And I will grab the I'll grab the the helm and I'll spin the wheel to uh, to port away from our ship, nice. just like kind of banking it so everything and everyone is going to fall off. Nice. Essentially. <laughs> Up is down. <laughs> so go ahead and roll for that. Uh, anything over a 12 will cause everyone to have to grab on for dear life or fall off. So what do you, what do you want me to use for that? Like Highest highest bonus 18 you spin so fast that all of the individuals fall off the ship onto the ground uh go ahead and roll me 1d6 uh that's a five all right so five Uh, there is a little bit of collateral damage on the ground there are a few individuals that get hurt a little bit this will be aros's time to shine at some juncture so then <laughs> now you've got to get off that ship because it is careening. You see Grizel's ship coming to hook onto it to take it away. But now we will move to Red Eyes. Go ahead, roll me dexterity to see if you can get Galmar off of that ship before <laughs> Galmar uh, would fall off. Yeah, 19. That yeah. does. So go ahead and describe to me how you would save Galmar. So um, I'll I'll be like running back towards the bow. Oh yeah, and then like, while he's doing that, I'm like nose diving. My wings are uh um are folded in so I can get maximum speed, you know, towards terminal velocity, and then I spread out my wings. Uh, once I hit like a 45 degree angle from the ship and then kind of glide towards the bow. Gallimore! <laughs> Reach up my hand. <laughs> I don't believe that Red Eyes knows any of our names. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You know what? But this Bearded, is guy! Bearded guy! <laughs> Bearded guy! Person. <laughs> I take the hand and swoop. I will I will quietly all. put away my reaction feather fall. Had <laughs> 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 in the pocket to save Galmar. Hey, huh, he actually saved that guy. Cool. <laughs> I I have basically boots of feather fall. Like <laughs> worst oh, case scenario, I, I can face step to him. We all had an out basically. <laughs> yeah, I could just I could just cast it on him as a reaction. I had another misty step. It's fine. <laughs> everybody had a way out of the situation so Grizel's ship grapples onto that ship taking it outside of the city walls as Zahi uh, moves to the controls and gently lands the ship asking can you all help with some of the collateral damage and before we head out I have something to show you below deck so do you uh, all follow Zaihi below deck? I mean, he really hasn't given us any reason to not trust him. So. Oh, he did Very just, true. like, anime stab that guy 
like a foot wide <laughs> hole into that man's chest. I mean, but he's on our side, right? <laughs> right? He did let me. He did let me pet him. Yeah, I, I think. I don't know. Out into the hole. Let's I am go. more than willing to go with Sahid. Yeah, I Please do too. I, 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 I. Wow, <laughs> wow. We went there, huh? Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so those that follow Zahi below deck, uh, you're going to be greeted with a strange obelisk-esque device that Zahi says, I need help figuring out what this is. Okay. Uh, history check. Can I make a religion check or history check? Whichever one you think is probably better. Or uh, Arcana. Go ahead and history, religion, arcana. Give me all three, whichever people have the highest bonuses for that. And then that's I what will, we're going to um, for today. I have I plus will... six to each of these. Okay, so arcana. Yeah, uh, I... A neat nine. Oh, that's a nat 20, baby, on arcana. All right, so I'm noting that. Or that's 21. a nat 20. 21. I don't know anything at all about this. I uh, rolled a four, t- a seven, and a one. Modified twenty for history, <laughs> and a twenty-two for religion. And I got I got a nineteen for a perce- perception, just to see if I perceive anything about the stone in the area. I'm hearing voices or something. This seems and- to be a culmination point that, oddly enough, has receptacles at different areas on them four of those receptacles look familiar to each one of the team guessing these are the uh, magical items you are correct and that's where we're going to leave it for this week <laughs> <laughs>